It is September 15, 3.07pm, and I'm currently in a random park somewhere in Santiago, Chile, looking at the mountains in front of me. There's a few beautiful picturesque mountains around in Santiago, and I start Nomad Academy in two days, which is pretty exciting. I Honestly, I have no idea what to expect. I feel like I should be more nervous, but I haven't actually thought about what I'm actually getting myself into and what I'm going to be doing over the next three months. Not only that, but my aim is to be away for a year. One thing I spoke about a lot throughout the podcast is taking, I guess, a gap year and just really focusing on yourself. And I'm lucky enough to have saved money in case I ever wanted to do this in the future. So I'm really hoping that I can stick to that and be away for a year. I know it'll probably be tough, especially over the holiday periods, but that is what I packed for. So I'm hoping I can stick it out, hopefully with your support and I guess encourage you to do the same. Maybe not a year abroad, but something like that. Just take time to pursue something that you actually want to and to not let anything hold you back. I'm really scared of regret, scared of waking up one day and hating my life or feeling like I made the wrong choice and it being too difficult or me thinking it would be too difficult to start over. Okay, so that recording probably needs a little bit of context. Let's rewind to where it all began, to where this whole millennial crisis started. You've heard a little bit about what a millennial crisis is and me not really being sure what I want to do with my life, the lifestyle I want to live, the place I want to live, what I want to do for work what fulfills me, all of that shit. And it's been really awesome over the past 14 episodes to have you along the ride with me and also sharing that you feel the same, not only with the guests that I've interviewed and the conversations I've had with them, people that look super successful or people that look like they've got their shit together feeling exactly the same and everyone else that has taken the time to message me to be like, yeah, sis, I hear you, I feel the same. So before I took this massive leap in my life, I went through this two, three-year struggle of ups and downs, of lying to myself that I'm where I think think I should be, of making excuses for where I was in my life. And I guess it all really started when I started my blog and podcast, when the millennial crisis began, when I started actually questioning the path I was on and feeling as though surely there's more to life. And over the past two years, I've gone up 
down round and round in this feeling and sense of, yes, marketing is exactly where I need to be. I'm good at it. I'm in a job that pays well, that's a QR, that I can work four days a week and is flexible. And then in the same day or the next day, I'll be like, nope, this is not for me. I'm only going to be here for six months and then I'm going to move on. When I first got my most recent job, it was supposed to be a six-month contract and I had told all my friends and family I was only going to be there for six months. I was going to try it out. I was going to learn some things and then I was going to move on. And that six months turned into a year and then that year turned into a year and a half and there I was two years later not looking like I would be able to leave not really having the balls to leave because what was I going to do next? How much better would the next job be? And more importantly, I had no clue if the career I was in was even right for me. What was the next marketing job going to be that this one wasn't? I kept living my life for holidays, for the weekend, for the next busy period at work. And I was getting really down on myself for not having motivation to do things outside of work, not being able to work on my podcast or my blog because after doing nothing at work all day or what felt like nothing at work all day, I would come home and be exhausted, drained for no reason. And then I'd have a good day again and feel like, yep, I'm in the right place. This is okay. And if I didn't have this podcast or my blog and I wasn't sharing my experience, that two-year-long period could have easily turned into five or ten years. And that's so scary to think about. It's already weird that I went into this role when I was 23 and now I'm leaving at 25. And although I am so grateful for the job, for the experiences that I had and the things I learned along the way, I still feel like there were so many days where my potential and my strengths were wasted sitting in front of a computer It's funny how we can trick ourselves into staying somewhere deep down. We know we really aren't meant to be. At a job that we're good at, at a place that we're comfortable, somewhere that's nice, maybe it's close to your home, maybe you've got great work friends, maybe it's flexible, maybe you trick yourself into being at a place that doesn't value you because you love the work you're doing a place that maybe you're overworked, but you feel like you have to be there. It's funny how we lie to ourselves and then life can just pass us by. Just over six months ago, I set myself an experiment as part of the podcast. I wanted to see what journaling was about. I'd seen a few videos online about journaling, In particular, bullet journaling and gratitude journaling. 
I just wanted to see what the fuss was about. And if I'm completely honest, I wanted some entertaining content to post. I needed more of a creative outlet and that usually comes to me from video. So what exactly is journaling? Is it just this woo-woo thing that all of these spiritual people decide to do while they're rummaging through the forest and meditating? Or is it something that is actually a really practical tool that we could use and adapt into our day-to-day lives? I'm about to find out. So I started to get straight into researching about journaling and I actually found out that there's a lot of benefits to journaling, especially if you're doing it every day or on the regular. There was even a study that found that people who journal get sick less. So here are some of the benefits of journaling. One, increases your creativity. Two, propels you towards your goals. Three, it can decrease stress, depression and anxiety. Number four, it can increase hope and gratitude. Five, it can help you identify things about you that you may not have actually known before. And six, it's a great way to help you record your life. That was a video diary entry of when I started this whole journaling experiment. After I looked into it, read about it, and listened to a whole bunch of podcasts about the benefits of journaling, I ended up picking two different ways to journal. The first being gratitude journaling using a thing called the five-minute journal. And the second being a Q&A style. This was the one that I'm going to concentrate on during this podcast episode. And this is the thing that honestly landed me here and kind of changed my life. I know that sounds super dramatic and trust me, nobody is more surprised that I'm saying this than me. As I said, this was supposed to be a seven-day experiment. It was a seven-day challenge to create what I thought would be some hilarious content. And I ended up with nine questions. Nine questions that would change the way I see the world, the way I see myself, and would lead me to take one of the biggest leaps of my life. These questions led me to finally have the balls to actually quit my job, leave home and move my ass to South America. Sitting here now... (laughs) in an apartment in Valparaiso, looking over out at my incredible view. Welcome to the Nomad Academy. The Millennial, the Millennial Me. This is The Millennial Crisis by Demi Kotsouris, Wi-Fi not included. Okay, Dem, hold on a second. Before we get there, the people are probably going to want to know what these life-changing questions were. So here they are. One, what will staying in the same career do to your life? Two, is your health helping or harming your purpose in life? Three, when is the last time you got out of your comfort zone? Four, what will happen if you continue to live this way? Five, 
Are you using your strengths? Six, what do you hate? Seven, what would you be doing if you had six months to live? Eight, what are you so afraid of? And nine, what's the first step you can take? All right, now that that's out of the way, you can continue. And then you come out of university, and the moment you're out of university, you're just like, okay, what the fuck should I do then? <laughs> and you're just there at, at the end, have not one second of time to kind of think about what you're doing, and then you're on, you're on your own, and you're kind of out there in the wide world, and you have to figure out, okay, what that I'm actually going to do. This was my first day at Nomad Academy. The man you just heard speaking was Ziga. He's one of the co-founders on the program. Hearing this really set the tone for the whole program. One of the core values at Nomad Academy is radical transparency. And this was truly shown on day one. But before I dive deeper in there, let's get back to these questions and how they actually led me to well, quit my job and apply for this crazy adventure. It's funny because when I first started answering these questions and I really set myself this challenge, I felt dumb. I felt like I was answering these questions wrong, which is so weird because there was no wrong answer. After all, I was asking myself a question and giving myself an answer. Nobody was here to judge me, yet here I was judging myself. Days one to four were definitely the worst. But once I got to around day five, I began to have some revelations. A common theme that came up every day was that I felt as though my potential was being wasted, that at work I wasn't using my strengths and that if I stayed in this job, I would, well, there was a lot of different things I came up with, including I would never be fully happy. I would continue to live on this crazy up and down roller coaster. I would be comfortable and seem successful on the outside, but never truly and fully be fulfilled. Travel was also something that kept coming up. And when it came to, well, my comfort zone, I realized at around day 10, that the generic idea of what getting out of your comfort zone is, like speaking in public, traveling solo, going to events alone, these were all things that I had tackled somewhat and I wasn't really afraid of. Getting out of my comfort zone definitely means something different for me. And I'm sure this will change all the time, I guess, especially if I keep pushing myself. But I think that needs a whole episode on itself. The final question was the best for me. 
but it was also the hardest. And that was, what is the first step you can take? Like I said, the first few days were really confusing. So when I saw that question, I was like, what the fuck do you mean? What is the first step I can take? The first step I can take to what? Like, what are you talking about? First step for what? Day one, I started researching where I wanted my next travel destination to be. Since travel was popping up a lot. And the rest of the days pretty much followed quite similar. And to be honest, that actually worked because I ended up convincing my best mate to book a trip to Mexico in under three weeks, which is pretty crazy. But honestly, it was these questions that led me to do that. Day five was the day though. Day five was the day I decided I needed to do something I'd always wanted to do. Something I had warned my parents about from young. And that was to live abroad for a year. Thought my time had passed. That this probably wasn't going to be a reality for me. But on day five, after answering these questions and seeing travel be something that continued to come up, And I was really considering the question, what is the first step you can take? I decided to begin looking up programs that would allow me to study abroad or to work abroad or to live abroad. Things like au pair work, which is being a nanny abroad, volunteering, teaching English. I even started looking into potential jobs I could do, researching things like what are the best jobs you can do abroad as a digital marketer. This is definitely something that I never would have done. If I'd never asked myself this question, what is the first step you can take? I wouldn't have started looking into these things. I wouldn't have researched the steps I would have needed to take to live abroad or what certifications I would need or what countries are best for Australians to go to. Because I was searching abroad programs pretty much every day, the ads on my newsfeed started to change. All of these abroad programs started flooding my newsfeed. Until one day, I came across one ad in particular. I feel like there's more to life than sitting within the confines of four walls. For the ones that felt like classroom education wasn't quite it for them. For the ones that are never too old to keep learning. For the ones that see opportunity where others see problems. For those that question the way we look at reality. That question the myths that we've created that question where the actual boundaries lie. For the ones that see community on a global scale, that won't settle for likes and shares, and that dare to create a real connection. For the ones that rather take the road less traveled, that choose adventure over comfort, that make the most out of whatever life throws at them. For the ones that feel there's got to be more to life 
these ones, they need to be brought together. Because remarkable lives aren't created alone, because the world isn't changed alone, and because the best stories aren't experienced alone. That's why it's time for us to come together. What is this? Live life on your own terms. This feels like bullshit. <laughs> Latin America, three months. Chile, Peru, Colombia. That was me the first time looking at the Nomad website. And after that, I probably looked at the website the another 10 times. Is focusing on finding what's meaningful to you. It seemed like a scam to me. Chosen career. It seemed way Part too good two, to be true. Focus on taking action, making mistakes. And so far, there had been 3,000 people that had applied and only 30 people made it per tribe. I mean, it seems like a bit of a scam, to be honest. Fuck it, I'm just going to apply. Let's just apply. Okay, I'm applying. The wow, too-good-to-be-true mentality quickly changed into, if this is legit, why the hell would they want me on it? So I'm really stuck on one of these questions for the application. It is, what can you bring to this cohort that is unique to you? And I honestly have no idea what I can write. Like, what... What could I bring to this crazy program? Like, what skills do I have? What is unique about me? Like, I feel like it's nothing. It's so hard. So I've messaged my girl group and I'm going to see what they come up with. Well, wow. All right, so I've gotten one response back by my friend Celine. She says, you should say that you're a child most of the time in the sense that you're not afraid of trying new things and you always strive to get everyone out of their comfort zones to try something new. That's what I try to bring. And when everyone does that, that's when you build and learn new things together, which is what I love. That's so nice. <laughs> wow. Um, Wow, like how do you write that about yourself? It's so like it's so weird to write this is what I'm good at. Like I do love pushing people, but uh, I don't know, that's really weird to I guess I just need to. They'll find out later how legit I am. I guess. Wow. So I'm currently at a house party with some friends and I've just jumped outside because I just got to the next stage of um, Nomad Academy and I'm kind of freaking out. The next stage is like a Skype interview. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay, cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, um, uh, Wow. Okay, so uh, the guy just called me and he said that um, I got in. I got accepted. Um, I've just got an email here from him with, like, all the fine details, um, the fact that I need to pay for this program. Well, um, it's quite expensive. I think it's, like, 12 k 
um, Aussie dollars, 13K Aussie dollars, but it is three months. Wow. Um, I also would have to quit my job. Wow. I'd have, I have to quit my job. I have to quit my job and I'm moving to South America for three months in like four months. Shit. Wow. Okay. Wow. Am I doing this? I'm doing this. I'm do. I am doing this. I am quitting my job and moving to South America. Okay. And then I did it. I quit. And let me tell you guys something. I may seem confident and sure of myself at times, but quitting, leaving somewhere is something that I really, really, really struggle with. I don't know why I would honestly rather be fired than quit. When I tried to quit my first ever job at Coles, I did it over text. I did it over text. How terrible is that? Quitting this safe and secure blanket was something that I really struggled to do. I was giving my workplace two months notice and I still felt like that wasn't enough. I was doing all of the right things but I was still shitting myself. After I had this really difficult conversation with my boss and let him know that I was going to be leaving in two months, I made the commitment to them to work literally up until I left. I left for Chile two days after my last day at work. Looking back at that now, that was pretty crazy of me. I was going to be moving away for what I hope will be a year. I was going to up and leave my life and I only had two days to prepare. The months leading up were mental to say the least. I had definitely pretty much written myself off at work. I was getting the tasks done I needed to, but couldn't help but think about my future. It was like this weight had been lifted off my shoulders. And in the beginning, when I started this podcast, I spoke about always waiting for this moment of then my life's going to start, then my life's going to start. And I felt like the moment I quit, my life actually started. I'll talk more about Nomad Academy, what my days look like here and what this program has already done for me in the past two weeks in the next few episodes. I want to take you along this journey with me and I want you to hopefully be encouraged to do something that you've always been curious about. Leading up to this podcast, there has been a common theme with a lot of my guests, and that is that they've taken a risk and backed themselves at some stage in their life by taking a gap year at the age of 37 or leaving a big corporate where they had an incredible job to start their own business 
or quit a corporate and move to Bali. There have been all of these incredible stories and I never thought I could be that person. To be here now, to be looking at this view of the ocean and be recording my podcast, I've never felt more in the right place, more present and alive than ever. Answering the questions that got me here today, if I asked myself what I would be doing with my life if I only had six months to live, it would be this. There would not be anything I would change about my life right now. And I am so grateful to be me. I'm so grateful to be living the life I am and to have had the balls to do this. I don't think I really realized how ballsy it was for me to make all of these decisions. And it was really interesting to see that when I kind of announced what I was doing, there were so many of my friends and family and people on Instagram that sent me messages to say that this was really cool, this was really admirable and said like congratulations or I'm going to be living my life through you for the next few months. And although some of those comments were somewhat sad to me because I felt as though that was me for so long, wanting to live my life through others online. I'm hoping that if I continue to share this journey, if I continue to be open and honest about the things that I'm going through and the doubts that I will come across along the way, that encourages you to take small steps or giant leaps in living a life that you really want to live. Because after all, we're really young. We're all millennials and we have so much more time for life to be settled, for us to be in one place, for us to have stable work, for us to be sitting at a desk all day, wasting our strengths. All right, I'm getting too carried away here and a little bit too inspo-y for my liking because the reality is that yeah, I can say all these things, but unless there's some clear action you can take to move more towards the life you want to live, then it's just words. It's just another podcast you've listened to. I feel crazy in thinking that these nine questions helped shape my life. I don't know if they have yet, but they definitely helped me make a big move. And as soon as I did them, as soon as I kind of quit my job and got accepted, I tried to get everyone to answer these questions. And I sounded like a crazy person. I felt like one too. I had to find out whether these questions were legit. Was journaling just something that I fell victim to, that I got caught up into this crazy woo-woo thing? 
Or did it actually stop me from lying to myself? Did it actually help me block out the outside noise and figure out what I actually wanted? I needed to get to the bottom of this. So I decided to drag one of my friends into this experiment. I asked him to commit to these questions for 14 days. I asked him to give it a go and just to be honest and share with me what the outcome was. Before I gave him these questions, I wanted to find out what stage of life he was at, how he was feeling right now in this moment. And this is what he had to say. I'm just trying to wrap my head around the best way to kind of answer this question. So the first question I've got from them is, uh, what do you hope to get out of this? Look, to be honest, I just want to get to kind of figure out myself, I think, a bit. I think sometimes, uh, I don't know if I'm not honest with myself or I'm just a bit naive about things, but I think I think the opportunity to actually kind of put my thoughts on paper and kind of, you know, get an ex- extrinsic, uh, I guess, pressure of, you know, the podcast and ha- having to actually stick to something where I have to answer questions and kind of, you know, progressively be honest and hopefully get some um, get some truth about where I am. But we'll see how we go. But I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get some truth. The next question for the pre is what kind of career or how do you feel about your career at the moment? So currently I'm in pool construction. And look, from from a financial standpoint and stability standpoint, it's, like, it's, it's an excellent job. You know, I've got heaps of room for growth. I've got a great boss. I think I'm. I think I'm actually doing pretty well at it. I'm, I'm wrapping my head around the fine details, but I just, I just kind of feel stuck. I've kind of known that I've wanted to go towards an emergency services uh, standpoint for a while, and I'm hoping, you know, if I, all these questions and kind of really trying to not be biased and really try to answer the questions truthfully and on paper instead of just in my mind, I'm kind of hoping it might give me some help in kind of figuring out what I'm going to do. Just further to the point of always knowing kind of what career I've wanted to do, I think something like this will actually help me kind of find a foundation of why I want to do it. Uh, Dem asked me a while ago why I wanted to kind of get into this this kind of emergency service field, and I literally I couldn't really explain it. And and I think that I think I've just had this perception in my head that you know this is what I want to do, but I I haven't really grasped the concepts of why. And I th- I think if I can kind of you know figure out that foundation and the kind of why. If you can formulate a kind of reason why you want to do this, I think it, you know, could really lead a pathway to, you know, what, where I want to go. It could, you know, open up some doors or potentially some fresh ideas or some fresh, fresh, I guess, perspectives of ways to, uh, ways to combat it. Two weeks later. Did you get what you were expecting? I really kind of came in with not not no expectations as much as I didn't know if I would be like honest with myself or whatever so like I was surprised I was happy with how it turned out because I actually gave myself some truths as to get to the bottom of things like there's still obviously a while to go but I think I think in terms of everything it's like as you said got the ball rolling well I was thinking that like I'm definitely gonna start writing down goals I was reading about it through the army and stuff to have like all these like kind of books about it and stuff mm. like because they do about it they talk about it massively you know little like short-term goals long-term goals and like I guess just progressively add to it I feel like that's one thing I'm definitely going to start with definitely putting goals to paper I feel like that's for me I just need that kind of because I know what I want but 
you kind of need to have it written down. So let's look at the questions as a whole. Where were they focused for you? Yeah, let's start with that. I think definitely career, but like actually, you know what? I think I think it just kind of I got this as you said like the snowball effect, but I think it was more just like intrinsic motivations. Mm. I kind of tried to like well, I think I actually did well in like tapping to all right. Well, why do I want this? What am I going to do? I feel like just on the other side, just even seeing some of the like tangents of thought I went down, just like it's the most logical I've thought in ages. Like I kind of realized how harsh I am myself. I think that was I think that was massive for me. Like. I think I, I've got to take some steps to kind of uh, rectify that a bit. You can't conquer anything externally if you can't conquer anything internally. There's a reason why diaries are so prominent. Like there's obviously something's obviously got to be Work. happening. Yeah. yeah, It's not just for like blankets. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you've got a diary. Like, Dear diary Dear today. Diary. Denise looked at me like this <laughs> from across the room and now I know she's the one. <laughs> but I guess it's just a fresh perspective. I just feel like I kind of half commit to everything, whether that's fear of failure, as I said on that pre one. I don't, I don't know if I'm scared of failing. I've never, I don't think I've ever actually committed to anything in my life. Mm. School, everything I've yeah. got. I was always just had enough intelligence, nothing too crazy, but just enough to get by. Yeah. And I think I just got comfortable with that. Yeah, that was for me like in the questions where it's like, I think it was like, what are you scared of? Yeah, what are you afraid of? Yeah, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? And in that, it was like to me, like I remember when I got deeper and deeper into it, it was like the realisation like I've never put 100% into anything. Actually like committing to something fully, it's scary and it's hard. It's like it's hard as like nothing, nothing, it's, it's a cliche, but nothing worth having comes easy and we kind of... I don't know, we just like kind of go, all right, well, maybe today I'll take a break. Or then before you know it, it's three weeks down or next week, next week. Yeah. And you get stuck in that, you get stuck in that cycle. 100%. Like at the start, it was kind of like, yeah, I just feel like I'll go sideways and like just be stuck sideways. It was mm. pretty plain. But then like it just got like to heaps of little things like, yeah, I might be like, you know, doing well and stuff, but like I'm always going to be unhappy. Like if I have a family later on, it's always, these things are always going to affect me. Like, you know, this thing's going to affect all my facets of life. I'm always going to have that niggling feeling. Like, yeah. And I feel like it's going to transcend to like, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, cool. I might be doing all right in job, have a family, this, that, but I'll just be stuck and just like always what if all the time. Yeah. All the time. Regrets, so scary. Yeah, and just like I feel like it will be constant niggling, like it'll be at the back of your head like forever if mm. I stayed like in a role like this. Just like if I stay where I am now, I feel like I'll just go into autopilot, hit 30 and just go into autopilot. I feel like that now. Do you ever feel like that? 100%. Uh, like life's going like so quick, like we're 25, <laughs> disgusting. When you said that, that's what got me as well. Like all of my questions were like, if I stay at this job, yeah, I'll be comfortable. Yeah, I'll look. It was like I'll look successful, but I will be like it'll yeah. be continuous up and down, up and down, up and down. Like I'm and just looking. I'm looking at the last question now, and it goes, "I'll get used to being mediocre." Like essentially accepting mediocrity. Kind of just been like I guess we always put these celebrities on a pedestal, and just anyone that's successful, but like. I kind of just realised, like, yeah, some, don't get me wrong, talent, a lot of them. Yeah. But if you look at some people, it's just pure hard work and dedication. And, like, I've kind of gone to a point, like, why can't that be me? You know, I might not, I'm not going to be an AFL superstar or anything, but why can't that be me? Why can't I Why can't I be, like, good at what I do? Why can't I be really good at something? All these questions kind of got to a, like, a common theme, I guess. Like, there was, you know, there was a bit of variety, but... Like, as I said, I was, I was scared that, like, it's just going to be, I'm just going to be, like, not happy forever. Mm. Like, that that was, like, the underlying factor. Obviously, it kind of branched out a bit more. Mm. 
and like I think there was a it was pretty consistent but like I'm just I'm kind of scared just like you know I was saying the other day like I, I watch TV and just like you see these like like even just something dumb and seeing firefighters or like people on screen and like just something like that like just I feel like in 30 years if I, if I don't give it a crack all those little things are going to trigger me all the time yeah just there's always going to be little <clears throat> little things here and there and like that, I'm afraid of that. Like, it started off with, like, not making people happy, being alone. Yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's all right. Yeah. But, like, it kind of got to a stage of, like, yeah, being mediocre. Like, you know, never actually... I feel like the whole point of life is it gets lost in translation sometimes, but, like, pushing yourself. And I guess there you have it. Tim had a pretty similar experience to me. All of the things that he was saying were things that I experienced throughout my journaling experiment as well. So is journaling or this style of journaling for everyone? I don't know. You'll have to be the judge of that. But it's worth giving it a try. You probably already guessed what this week's challenge is, and it is to journal, to answer these nine questions every day for seven days. I do recommend doing 14, but if you can only commit to seven, do it. You can't depend on some expert or guru to provide you with the answer you seek. Instead of looking for the answer outside yourself, choose to be the answer by the way you think and act. You are the world's most knowledgeable expert on your own life. Put some of that expertise to good use. Certainly others can give you advice, suggestions, inspiration and expanded perspective. Yet it's up to you to choose which is best for your unique situation. The most valuable course of action is not to be found by plugging yourself into someone else's formula. The success you will achieve is the success you work to define on your own terms. Speak with your own voice Think with your own mind and act according to your own vision. The expert advice that will be most beneficial is the control you exercise over the choices you make. And with that all said and done, good luck with this week's challenge. And I will speak to you next week. I've got another incredible interview. I hope you enjoy that. And if you want to stay up to date with what I'm doing here at Nomad Academy, Follow me on Instagram. My handle's just Demi Kotsoris. And until then, see you next week. Oh, and by the way, if you want to help me out and you really enjoyed this episode because it took me forever to make, please share it with a friend. Leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Yeah, I would really appreciate that. All right, that's it for me rambling. Bye. Bye.